0: Learn to be you, the podcast, real talk, real people. We're back for another episode. I feel like literally I can't wait for this conversation. Your energy, I guess energy, you're giving me, you're making me excited. I need to calm down. But yeah, I'm really, really excited today. So obviously you know me, I'm Jay. Um, I have my beautiful wife here tonight. So I'll pass over to you say hello. Hello,
1: I'm Leah. And yeah, I'm excited for the conversation today also. Um, and if I pass over to our new guest this evening, if you'd like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you.
2: Yeah so yeah thank you for inviting me on. So I'm Charlene, uh, I'm a mindset coach working with women in sport. Um, so yeah women's sports teams generally uh, and also their coaches um, and also at the moment as well I'm also training as a menopause support coach and um, so I want to bring that in um, to the sport in um, because a lot of teams like it can be different ages you know from kind of young girls teenagers right up to people you know kind of coming back back into sport later on so yeah I just wanted to kind of bring that in as another way of um just kind of yeah we're talking about energy just to to kind of utilize their energy in the best way at every stage of life.
0: I love that amazing I'm looking forward to the topic we get because you gave some amazing topics so Mm. I'm excited so Leah if you want to Share your screen today so we can, um, we're getting all, we're getting good with the tech today. Um, Share the screen so we can have a look at the wheel and then we can see what we're talking about. I I love Mm. doing it this way because then I can't prepare because I used to be a bit of an over preparer. So getting it like right now, we're recording live right now. All my guests can vouch. We get the topic right now. No one knows what we're talking about. So we have our amazing wheel.
1: Okay. Can everyone see that?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so let's see what we've got today. <laughs> oh, nice.
1: Okay, so it's passion and purpose.
0: Amazing. That can mean so many things. So that's exciting. So yeah, passion and purpose. Well, <clears throat> I guess most people that know me know my passion and purpose. You just touched on in your, your instruction on yours. And obviously, Leo can fill us in on hers. But yeah, I think I think for a long time I didn't know what my passion or purpose was. I kind of just, I guess before you start working on yourself you kind of just go along like a lot of people do, don't you, in life just poodling along thinking this is my life, this is what I'm meant to do. And you don't really, but I think I think, to some degree it's really important to find your passion and purpose. I guess, I guess my first passion and purpose was when we had our son, who's 11, that really Gave me my passion and purpose to not be like other men that I'd seen around me and to, I guess, be a better man myself. So that's where I guess my personal development journey journey started because I wanted to be a better man for my son. So, yeah, that kind of. Anyone want to take over and let me know what they when they saw passion and purpose? What what did that kind of bring up for you? I think for
2: me it just so prior to this so yeah I've been in the sports arena and um, we were talking tonight about the Euros um, or the women's football being on um, and I think for me like so I've always been it's funny how this topic came up because I'm, I knew this this would happen but rugby's always been a big passion of mine um, and that's got me to this is why I've chosen where I where I am and I guess position myself in women's sport and um, because I've always been fascinated by the mindset of sports people, predominantly men, because I watched a lot of like men's rugby um, as opposed to women's. Um, Yeah. And how they kind of deal with, you know, losing or injuries or all this kind of stuff. So I've always had that fascination and then I guess if we kind of gone down the route of life coaching and I trained at Mindful Talent, same as you, that it was a bit of going through that journey. It started, And I remember doing a visualization a while ago, um, you know, future visualization. And what appeared in that visualization was me being in a stadium um, with loads of fans in the stadium, but I wasn't a, a supporter. I was there with the team, with one of the teams. So that started the light bulb moment of, oh, okay, this is what I want to do. And then talking to my mentor. Um, at the time, who was a PT, so obviously was involved in that side of it. I started talking to him about, you know, um, training men and men in sport and all that kind of thing. And then as time went on and having different conversations with people, um, and one of them actually was um, involved with, and he's got a podcast too, um, all about rugby. And he was like, you really need to get into women's rugby, that's, that's where you'll get in. Um, they need your support and from there it, it then just became uh, like the curtains just opened it's like that this is where I want to go this is where I want to be and um, and that's kind of driven as a bit of like you know follow the breadcrumbs and that's what my mentor said to me it's like follow the breadcrumbs and I feel like that's what I've done and, it, and it's kind of going down this road of things have been getting a bit clearer and kind of see what I want to do and then bringing in a bit of you know, so it's the 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 mindset of improving because we know doing personal development how much of an impact it has on us, um, and I think everybody should have access to it. Uh, so by my way in, I guess is sport. So by going along to teams and taking them through mindset sessions, which you're seeing that change coming through, even like Scottish rugby, and you're seeing it through other like national bodies, um, and in America, like they've started paying their women's team the same as men. You're seeing that shift. You know, um so yeah, focusing on going through the lockdown, you know, um mental health was a big thing. So focusing on mental health, mindset, all that. So yeah, that that's what's kind of been behind after which I'm now wanting to turn
0: into a job. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I love how I think I think it does start with, with one of your kind of things because before I got into coaching children. I worked in an autistic school as a high-level TA, so children have always been my thing because I can just be me. They're not judging me, I can just be me. As you can probably see which people can't on the podcast. I have loads of toys behind me, that's just who I am. I'm currently wearing a Disney jumper. People won't be able to see that on the podcast, but I am. So that's, that's, just, that's where I come alive and I can see that that's where you come alive in sport. And it's so amazing because I'm not heavily into sports. I used to think I had to be to be a man, but I'm. I realised that that's ridiculous, and I don't need to be. I quite like baseball. I'm quite like baseball, but yeah, um, I kind of know that in the, the the sports world, like I think Cristiano Ronaldo and those they kind of do. And I know of a story about a basketball team that did visualization and how powerful that can be. So it's crazy how that isn't already like big in in every element of life and it just shows you doesn't it that personal development and mindset and stuff i'm putting it through to the children you're sending it to the sports team it's just it's just crazy how that isn't already everyone like you say needs this stuff and i don't think they realize how powerful but in this scientific study that i found about visualization the people that just visualized um actually went up by like they improved something like 24 percent, and the people that practiced for an hour every day in this basketball team went up by one more percent. So visualization, and this is what I say to my young people that are into sport as well. visualization along with um, practicing, and that's not just for sports. I used it for public speaking and that kind of stuff. And it's really, really powerful. And you and you wouldn't like kind of guess that, but yeah, it's, I, I, I love a bit of neuroscience and I never thought I'd ever be able to learn anything like that through school and kind of being made to feel like I was silly or stupid. But yeah, it's, it's absolutely amazing when you start believing in yourself, what you can learn. But yeah, Leah, I'm going to pass over to you as you're being very, very quiet. What's your passion and purpose? <laughs> or are you still working that out?
1: I think when it comes to passion and purpose, it can be one of two things. It doesn't have to be um the same thing if that makes sense obviously it's amazing when you actually do find that your passion and purpose are interlinked um for me I am starting to see that in the the stuff that I do in like with the tarot and spirit messages and like the the divine messages like that that I do um that does bring me passion being able to actually do that and have the ability to give that guidance to people that they're looking for you know and I feel like it is maybe it is my purpose but I feel at the same time I'm still at that am I good enough for it to be my purpose is that really where I'm supposed to be so I second guess myself with it all a lot got all the evidence to back me that actually I'm amazing at what I do, Um, the feedback I get from every reading that I've done is like spot on, you know, all the rest of it. And I can look at that and be like, yeah, that is, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm not just giving that reading, I'm coaching as well. But I'm still in that sort of like, like yeah, there's that doubt, a little bit still there for me. So I hold myself back from the the it, it being my purpose. I know that it's my passion, and I'm I do feel strongly about it. But yeah, there's that, that. That's where the passion and purpose it comes separate for me. It's not just that. It's not quite interlinked as much as it should be. I guess at the moment for me. I can I love see that though
2: yeah I I like that as well it doesn't need to be the same thing Mm. yeah so and there's nothing it's not putting that pressure on yourself either of going I need to decide what my passion and my purpose is it's like it's back to like I think that that advice I was given. just follow the breadcrumbs rather than kind of going I need to put myself on this road and that's what I do it's like no you don't just see what happens just speak to people and just see where this leads to so yeah I love that and getting readings is so powerful
0: it's amazing. I, I didn't ever really think about passion and purpose separately, so you've just opened my eyes there to that. Like you say, it can be linked, but it cannot be linked. But if anybody should know this, I know this, because I listen to your readings through the door, they're magical and this is the thing but it doesn't matter what i say you've got a and you're getting there you're believing in yourself you're getting there you're on this podcast which was totally out of your comfort zone before but the the the, the messages i get in the feedback it's like whoa because actually we all have something to share we think we don't we think oh my goodness what could i ever say that was thingy? but actually it's just showing up and being raw and real and if this being on a podcast scares the hell out of you that's okay because actually we're here doing it, aren't we? And it's just a conversation, isn't it? But yeah, I, I love that. And I um, totally forgot what I was going to say. So it may come back. It may not. But yeah, I, I think, I think, I think Move this, this is another point. When we come out of school, there's so much pressure on you, isn't there to find out what you want to be. And I didn't know till like ages. And I think a lot of, I went through lots of different jobs and Leah was amazing at supporting me and letting me explore and see what I wanted to really do. Whereas a lot of people probably looked at me like I couldn't hold a job. But actually, Leah got that I needed to find, because I can't stick at something I'm not passionate about. I can't do it. I can't go to it because I'm not, money isn't my big motivator. So some people could do a job they really hated because of the paycheck. I can't, it really, I couldn't do it, so obviously I did a bit of it and then I got into working with um, special needs children and that really grabbed my attention and I think I did that for like 14 years before I left to become Leah's full-time carer because you may not be aware or other people on the podcast may not. Leah has fibromyalgia and she has cirrhotic arthritis. So some days Leah can't move. And today's one of those days where we've been at home and Leah hasn't been moving very much today and been very sleepy. So I guess Leah battles on top of our everyday thing, this pain barrier before she even gets out of bed. So I guess for you to even be sat here on this podcast today, is absolutely amazing. So I thank you for for being here. But I guess I guess it's you're right. I, I love the full of the breadcrumbs. I like the the trust the process and that comes through my from talent as well, doesn't it? Trust the process because we're all trying to work things out. It's like my 11-year-old son. We home educate and we get so many people saying to us, well what's he going to do for his GCSEs? And when I'm like GCSEs to me are, are irrelevant. You don't re- I did not get the jobs I've got through my GCSEs. I got it through my passion and my sheer determination. So I know that young man, who my my son, he will be whatever he chooses to be. But yeah, people are so rigid to the system, aren't they? So like, if you don't if you don't go from this to this to this to this, you can't be this. And it's like that's ridiculous because actually, following an unconventional, let's just call it route, I'm sitting in a place where. I'm recording a podcast and I'm coaching amazing young people, connecting with the most awesomest people. And I never thought I'd do that. I thought I was doomed to sit on my own and have no friends and have no connection because the people I was connecting with just weren't my people. Do you know what I mean? So how things can change and we don't need to be so caught up on on systems. So I think Take the pressure away and people find their passion and purpose. So I love what you said there because it's the pressure, isn't it? You think everyone else has got it figured out. So now I need to figure it out. So, yeah, I, I, I love that point. But, yeah, I'm going to see if anyone else has got a point. Because, literally, this top, this topic is amazing. I'm, I'm really, my brain is sparking.
2: I still feel like I'm trying to figure it out. Like, as you say, for, even from school, it's like I kind of picked the subject at school going, well, it gives me options there was never that direct path to say, well, this is what I'm going to do. And I did a bit of the same and I kind of went to college, did one course, ended up doing something completely different, ended up in corporate for years, but even being at school saying, I'm never getting an office job, that's what I did. Um, But now, like, as you say, I think just, I don't know if it's about getting older or like, you know, lockdown probably had an impact too, but just kind of going, what do I really want? like what do I want to do and I never thought I would consider going self-employed and here I am that I don't now see no no reason not to it's like this is a big draw going you know sitting at that desk and you know getting the paycheck at the end of the month that's not what I want to do and I say it's combining then coming back to well what's my passions you know um and I've kind of gone I guess with one of them but that was totally like that wasn't the plan when it started it's just how it worked out um but looking back it makes complete sense so yeah it's just funny how we end up where we do at the time that we do
0: yeah it's, it's like it's like in a way it? some people may believe there's something your path's already kind of Writ out for you to a degree, and we're always supposed to do. If you think about being a child, you do the things you enjoy. So why as we get older, do we start going, Well, I need to do that, and I need to do that, and I need to do that. Just just go, it's quite simple, isn't it? In a way, what do I enjoy? And then start there, and like you say, ask questions, see around. So, this is why I kind of have no worries about Jaden, my son, not. Being in school because actually he's learning so much more. He connects with amazing coaches. He's actually come onto my virtual events through lockdown and talked to people about crystals and that kind of stuff. It's like he doesn't need what. What better experiences can he get than me actually giving him experiences? He doesn't need a GCSE piece of paper to. Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of parents spend their time pressure in because that's the, what the system teaches you to do, to find this and and I guess I've just pulled away from that because jaden has got it figured out. He doesn't need me to tell him to sit down every day. I think we started, didn't we, when we were home educated, to do some academics. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, Jaden, you're going to be what you want to do. It's like the other day. We don't do academic, like sit down, work with him. And it's like the other day. Leah said to him, some random number of taxes and said, can you take 20% off that? He did it in his head. Leo was with a calculator. So it just proves, doesn't it? I haven't sat there and taught him that. I don't even know how to do it. So it just proves if we're meant to do something, we're meant to do it. And he'll do whatever he's supposed to do. And we're just following the breadcrumbs with him. We're just finding out what he wants to do and allowing that. Because I think if I'd have got that option when I was younger, maybe I'd have got here a bit sooner, but I think you you said this, Leah, before that you left school and you had to go straight into a job. So mm-hmm. do you want to kind of explain that because that didn't give you the route to find that passion or purpose, really, did it?
1: No, I think it's like similar to like what you was just saying, Charlene, about like leaving school and don't doing the college course that you think you want to do. And so like yeah, I, like, during school I was like I want to be a counselor. I want to help people, I want to be a counsellor, that's where I'm going to go. Got to college and it was like, well, you can't do counselling until you've done this course first. And it was all about childcare and stuff. I'm like, Well, this isn't for me. I ended up working in McDonald's and then I went to another, um, I think it was like door-to-door sales or whatever it was. Hated all of it, ended up in an office. Okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, It was only when I... I think it was just before I fell pregnant with Jaden actually I was made redundant and then I got pregnant with Jaden so throughout my pregnancy until like now obviously I haven't actually been in work I got like the thoracic arthritis and fibromyalgia from there and I think but for me my actual passion I suppose really shone again through lockdown like what you like you mentioned there as well like when I first picked up the tarot cards and I mean but before that I was doing like the spiritual work I'd be up on like platforms in church and like the spiritual churches and giving readings and things Um, but yeah it's only really been since like the lockdown I picked the tarot cards up that it's all just sort of like come flooding back and maybe that's why I'm still in that sort of stage of where do I go with this? Because it's still quite new to me. It's still like, and that, like, like I mentioned before, that little bit of self doubt is still with it. Because I haven't. It's much what been two years that I've really felt that this is what I want to do. It's kind of, I guess, it has gone full circle in a little, in in some aspect though, because. When I think of what I was saying back in like when I was in school and being a counsellor, and it's kind of I've kind of done that anyway, but now it's in like the more like I mentioned, like the coaching and I'm I am still helping people. I'm given that guidance that I've always been able to do, but I've now got a formula, I guess, to do that amazing but yeah it's um it's a funny one isn't it and I think like when you think of like the passion and the purpose and like I say like for me anyway like actually going that full circle like it's always been there and you have these like insights and you're like okay where do I go with it now <laughs> what do I do with it now um I think it's just about trusting that. Like, Trusting, like you said, like trusting that process and having that knowing that actually you don't have to know it today. It's going to, it will all become clear when it is your time. So, really, just about figuring out what your passion is, what you feel your purpose may be, or can your passion become your purpose? Like I said before, that you know, you can have that passion and it just be that like i crochet that um, i like to do that but is that really my purpose no but once you actually have that understanding i think it gives you that drive i suppose to keep pushing forward to then eventually find what your purpose is and then start following that path if that makes sense
0: yeah and i think i think sometimes and i you can correct me if i'm wrong but sometimes you struggle here with not knowing how to do it and i'm like you mm-hmm. don't need to know the how you just yep. start yeah I, I didn't know the how when i started coaching children i don't know that many coaches that coach children but i will never give up I will always pivot because I think it's I think it's about finding your why, isn't it? With your passion and purpose. If it's something you want to do, like you with the sports, you with the tower and spirit and me with the coaching children and obviously adults and parents, it's the why. It's once you find the why, that's what spurs you on because there are days where the motivation goes where you're, getting, you're putting stuff out on social media. You get nothing back for years and years. No one's going, am I on the right path here? Is this the right information? And you get frustrated and you think, I'll give up. But it's the why. Coming back to remembering the why. And for me, my personal why is my son. He went through school and adults and children weren't, very, weren't the kindest, let's just say to him. Um, and he lost his confidence. He, he was a shell of himself. And I was like, hey, I've learned this stuff. So I started learning life coaching and personal development stuff for myself because when I was going to work trying to juggle Leah's illnesses and being a carer trying to get James to school and he had his struggles there I got crippling anxiety as, as you normally would it, it, it affected my mental health so I, I kind of left work and I kind of thought what can I do in my time now so I originally wanted to just use it for myself um, and then I was like hey this is too much golden stuff. And if you know this stuff, you're like, why are people not doing this? And you try and start helping everybody, but then you realize it drops. You can't help people unless they actually wanna be helped. So then so then you calm down a little. But it's like, I was like, hey, there's not many people putting this after to children. If I'd have known this stuff many years before, what a toolbox I'd have. And I guess some people have said to me, but you wouldn't be who you are, Jay, if you didn't go through some of them struggles. But I like to say, but what if I went through those struggles, but I had those tools as well? Where would I be now? Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's just about reframing things and changing things and the words we use. And there's loads of different cool things that you can do that are so simple. And I think sometimes they're so simple we overlook them. Because let look at gratitude. The most amazing thing you can do in the world that takes two seconds can rewire your brain. And people and you can't feel any other feeling when you're feeling gratitude but people will probably think what a load of old rubbish how can thinking about something you're grateful for make you feel better but you don't know unless you try it so do you know what i mean but yeah i guess i guess when you connect to your why and then you then that becomes linked with your passion and purpose so i guess there's a third element isn't there to passion and purpose your why because even if it's just a passion, the why will keep you doing it. Even if it's a purpose, especially a purpose. It Sometimes the purpose on its own isn't enough, is it? You have to have the why as well. But yeah, I wonder if any of you want to elaborate on, on your why. What, what keeps you moving forward with this? Because it gets tough at times, especially working on your own. And sometimes you want to give up. But yeah.
2: I think for me, I think you're right. It comes back to that why. And the fact that, like I think what we all do is want to help people and knowing what we've learned I think you're like this can help so many and I think that's what keeps driving you it's just the way you share that like you've chose kids like you do it through the tarot readings I, I'm wanting to do it like through the medium of sport I guess um so yeah it's but it's bad, yeah it comes back to the why well, I'm doing this because like this is so important and it'll help so many people. And, you know, even though I'd be taking it into like a sports team environment, you know, doing it yourself, the effect it has on, you know, your home life, your job, your career, you know, yourself. Because play well, playing sport, you can't, you know, it's the same as doing your job. You're like, if you're not fully present or you're, you know, you're thinking about all oh, this stuff's going on at home, or I'm worried about this or this is happening, or, you know, um, You've got like anxiety, or there's other things. You're not going to bring your best self, and then that whole spiral of, oh, now I'm not playing very well. Am I letting my teammates down? You know, um, and it, I guess my why or the big thing is to keep people in the game as well. It's to get in and, and keep them in. Whereas, if your mind's going, you know, I'm not good enough. Right, I'm not helping my teammates. You're going to start stepping back so I think for me it's like it's too important not to share mm. so by bringing it in through that knowing the wider ripple effect the wider impact that I think that's my why I
0: love that it. And you're so right it's like me for me i work with the children but i know by working with parents and adults it filters down and you working with the adults filters down to children filters down to the wider family to the team so so it's so important isn't it and this is why we've all got different whys, because we're all mentor. we're all in this together we're all empowering people and making them know this stuff but we're all doing it in a, our own way because everyone needs a different person and a different way to explain it that's why we're all so different and also that um, you're doing it through school, I'm doing it through schools and children, Leah's doing it through spirituality, and we're all connecting the dots for people and making everybody's life so much better. And I think what's good about these podcasts is, we have a lot of coaches on here, not just coaches, we have lots of different people on here, but it's so nice to hear that actually, we're just normal people and we just wanna help you because I think a lot of people have this, don't really know what a life coach is or think they only come to us when there's a problem. And they really don't, and this is what I want parents to know with the children things I sometimes do. It's not about, it's like you for a sports person. You're not only going to help them when they're having a crap season. You're going to help them even at the top of their peak because that keeps them there. And this is what people need to understand. We're not just here and learning this stuff to make you feel better when you have a rubbish day or if you have a problem. We're here through every like wave there is in your life because... It's so important and I don't know about you and and obviously you, Leah, I can kind of guess I live with you, but learning this stuff, even on the bad days, they're not as bad.
2: No. And I think going through this, especially the last two years, I'm the same as you, I kind of dipped in and out, even from my mid 20s, like I did a bit of travelling and I would always have a self-help book with me. I've always been intrigued at it. But I think it's back to like what Leah has been saying too about, you know, i guess that bit that self-doubt it's you go through phases i found like i went through phases of really trusting or not trusting myself and i think come back to lockdown and starting working with coaches that's when i really kind of really stepped into this that the first thing to come back was a trust in myself and i was mm. like you didn't realize how much you'd lost it until you kind of felt like you were getting it back and that i think has allowed me to take more risks. because now i'm like you know i trust my decision making I know why I'm, back to my why, I know why I'm doing this, you know, um, and investing in myself and, and all these things and going down the road of stepping away from that, I guess, that secure income and going, no, I want to do this for myself. But you have to really trust yourself to do that. And I think once you do, that, that starts to, you know, it's not easy, but it makes it easier. And I think kind of building in then the other tools all built because I've noticed the difference even in me from how you speak to yourself like we're even talking about words earlier and it's like you would always give yourself a hard time you know why are you doing this like why can you not do this why why whereas now you're just like okay take a step back you know you can do something even if it's a bit harder just keep plugging away at it and eventually you'll get it um and I think that's been the big thing too of going stop the default of giving yourself a hard time and it takes practice and it does you know it's not an overnight thing and I think that's part of what we'll share with people is you know and I've noticed it even in other groups I mean you see people at the start of their journey and there's like I can't wait to see you as you go through it because you know what comes along but it is um it is a journey a never-ending journey but you do start feeling and seeing the changes in yourself and how you talk to yourself i think is a big thing
0: oh 100 this is the thing isn't it i like to have my inner coach and then you've got that chimp brain inner critic people might like to quit but you know what i tell you, me and leah the other friday we did a fire walk you you're probably aware from our social media and i was doing it originally to see when that chimp comes in when are you coming in to tell me what the hell are you doing Jay? Do you know what? I was so surprised it didn't come in. And that, that surprised me because even now I can be washing up and it comes in. So I actually was really surprised. I'm not suggesting everyone goes to your a fight. Well, actually I am because it was amazing. But yeah, um, it, it's really amazing. When you put in the work, to think that voice just wasn't there and I was doing something literally so dangerous was like, whoa. That's when I was like okay you've got this it's like there's probably times when you do things and then you'll respond to people rather than react and it's in that that you realize ah there's the growth because you didn't react in the same way you responded so yeah I think the firewalk for us and we're still trying to find the words for it was a very spiritual experience it kind of felt a bit like walking into a new me so I left everything behind it's really weird to say, and it just—it's really weird. People keep going. What did it feel like? It just felt like feathers, didn't it, Leah? Just yeah. felt like you was walking over feathers, which is really ridiculous because you're walking over what was that? That I think it was twelve thousand.
1: 000... Twelve hundred Fahrenheit.
0: That's yeah. it. Like literally, it's mad to think. But when would you think back in the day you could do something like that? But to me, if I can do that, I can do anything, and that is proving to the young people I work with. Obviously, I have to be careful. I don't want to encourage them to to walk over fire, but you can do anything you put your mind to. We just, like you say, need to give ourselves a break. And I think what I teach the parents and young people is about their brain. And I find this absolutely crazy how through the whole of my schooling, nobody A, taught you to love yourself or B, about how your brain works. Your brain controls all of you. So why are we not taught that actually, till you're 25, you live in your emotional brain? Why are we not taught your brain doesn't fully develop till you're 30 years old? That's the stuff. It's like I've had people in my family that have been sent to parenting classes. And why are we not teaching them that? Why are we teaching them that your child needs to sit at the dinner table till they finish their dinner or something ridiculous? I don't know if they teach that. So anyone who does parent classes, (laughs) I don't know if you teach that. I've never been. But yeah, it's just like... What, what is going on? We're not actually taught. Obviously, I have my views on why we're not taught that. We won't go into that today. There's a whole nother conversation. But it's just like crazy, isn't it? How we would probably have found what we wanted to do and had a bit more belief in ourselves if we understood that that little voice in your head that's saying all those mean things isn't you. Because for so many years, you believe this little voice, don't you? You're like, well, it's in my head, so it must be true. And it's actually not. I think out of the million zillion things we think about a day, if you actually look at them properly, they're not true. They're not true. And the things we worry about never come into fruition. They never happen. So how much time of your life have you wasted listening to that voice, listening to those worries that actually never occur? It's mental. I find it so mental even now that like four years ago I didn't even know that those thoughts in my head weren't mine, and people say to you, "Whose are they then?" But it's like they're not yours, because can you tell me the next thing you're gonna think? You can't, can you? So the, we'll get someone that will write in and tell me they can, but you you can't. If you can, then give me the secret, because I need it. But yeah, Leo, what what's your why? What have you? Do you think what what keeps you moving along? Because I know sometimes you get in your own way. But what keeps you going with the with the helping people to in that spiritual way? Um, I don't know. <laughs> there you go. That's I your homework.
1: Need, yeah, exactly. I need to. Um,
0: but maybe that's the point. Maybe more. that's maybe that's why you are getting in your way because you haven't quite connected to your why.
1: I know that. I'd like to, does that help? I like to help the people. I know that actually what I'm given to pass on is a real aha moment for the people that I do the readings for. Um, I know the power behind it. And I think like yourself and Jaden, they keep me going, but I don't know if that's actually why, if that makes sense.
2: Mm. I'm
1: not, I don't, it's like, I don't know why. I just know that I have to. But do you it's think. Almost like that's where the why is. It goes deep. It's almost like it's deeper than the why.
0: Mm. But do you think, like us with coaching, we want to serve people But do you think, because you're like the phone, basically, mm-hmm. the easy way to describe between the spirit world and here, do you think, they give you the message so you haven't really sat back and asked yourself why for you personally because they tell you why don't they because they pass Mm -hmm. the messages
1: i think so because like it was like what you was just talking about as well charlene um from what i was getting from your conversation there it's about giving to yourself isn't it and you've got to give to yourself to be able to give to others now for me, I constantly give to others and very rarely give to myself. Mm. So I can sit here, I could have the cards in front of me right now, or if I choose to connect with spirit and be able to give you a message just on the spot. But when it comes to actually giving myself that time to sit with the cards or just to communicate with my guides and my helpers, I can't connect because I don't do it. And I think that's where the barrier is for me because I don't value, I guess I don't value myself enough to give myself my gift. Mm. I give it to everyone else. And I think that's where the the disconnect is for me at the moment.
0: I think that's interesting because it's like, even for me in the beginning of, coaching people. I'd coach, 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 coach. I wouldn't do anything. And that's why I think Lynette's, and I'm plugging her here, morning calls are amazing because you're giving back to you. And we're also getting the energy of the collective. And i really learned that. I really need collective energy. It's not just about meditating and doing stuff on myself, because I can do that. It's about the collective energy. So I really found that. But yeah, I think, I think it's just about taking that time and not putting the pressure on you to connect to why. But also, The way I do it is I I connect things because money is not my big motivator. But I know if I earn money, I can then support Leo, who's on this podcast, and my son to live a good life. So I connect that. So even though the money's not important to me. So you're saying you don't. But you know if you develop your skill with yourself more, you're going to be able to connect with people more and give better messages, even though the messages you give are insane. So I guess it's just about connecting to your why and kind of figuring that out. And I have an amazing book for you. (laughs) I'll give you to that later. Um, And to really give back to you, because you know from from on the next calls, you never would get up at that time in the morning, Leah. I'm always up at that time because I love that period of time where no one needs you. And you really noticed how much energy you have throughout the day. So if you notice it from that, you imagine if you actually sat with your cards and gave yourself a bit of that time, because actually, it, it's crazy, isn't it? But it almost makes me think of the oxygen mask on an airplane. They say put it on yourself first because then you can't help anybody. And that really resonates with me because it's like, in beginning, when I heard that, I was like, no, I wouldn't. I'd put it on my son. I wouldn't do it. But actually, it makes sense. Give to you. And I know through connecting, doing this podcast, connecting on the morning calls, connecting to other people, I can really serve as such a better way and come away and still have energy. So I guess it's just thinking about it in a different way. And if you don't really like giving to yourself because that feels uncomfortable, connect it with something else. Because by giving to you, you're giving to people tenfold. Does that make sense, Leah?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of it is, is as we've had many discussions on it, haven't we, through the 20 years, whatever we've been together. Um, But it's when you're so conditioned to... Put yourself last. It's very difficult to come out of that 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 conditioning, isn't it? You know what you're supposed to do. You you know that you've got that toolbox, but it's that conditioning is still there. So it's catching yourself before you've gone onto that spiral slide that, like Jay, you like to mention. Um, that you talk about the spiral slide quite a bit as well so it's catching yourself before you get to that point and I feel like being on those calls like you said with Lynette over like throughout June and we're still doing it ourselves now aren't we like still getting up at like the 5 30 doing all of that I am starting to notice that actually I can recognize when I'm starting to slip or being on the call this evening that's actually what I need to do excuse me I need to give to me I'm I'm doing that in the mornings but I'm not doing it when it comes to actually progressing business-wise on that career on that journey so that's where I need to put my focus into more it's getting that um, insights, isn't it? And I think that's what helps with these calls, like these these podcasts, sorry. But like letting all the people know, we, we don't have all, all all together. You know, we still have those, where do I go from here moments? And it's, it's through conversation. So even if your fans and yourself stuck like that now, find those people around you that you can trust to be so open and vulnerable to allow those insights to come in as well.
0: Yeah, because I think after insight, then you start to take action, don't you? Yeah. And with the people around you in a safe way, we all need to kick up the bottom. We all need to go, come on, you're, you're, you remember your why, go back there. And no, we don't have it all together. And I don't pretend to because actually working with children, I, I need to be authentic because I see right through it. They can see right through it. So I can't show up not doing what I'm saying because that's hypocritical but yeah I just think take a bit more time for you to to connect to that Why? because I'm sure once you really do Leah it will keep you moving forward because I give Leah ideas all the time and if they don't connect I'm like don't don't move forward with them don't just do things because you think that's what you're meant to do don't just stick out a course because that's what you think you're meant to do do what feels right for you because I guess especially in the coaching world and especially around there's lots of people putting out things that I can see are not genuinely what they want to be doing but it's just what they think they should do so so I kind of especially it doesn't have to just be in the coaching world there's going to be in life in general don't just do what people think you should do I chucked the boxes the labels away a long time ago the way I parent no one in my family that I know of parents the way I do and that's okay and people can Disagree with it, and I'm not offended by that. I don't need to. Like most people would think, probably the way I am as a man and a husband isn't the way they want to be, but I don't care. And I think you just learn, don't you, as you love yourself more. The right people are there, and it's crazy, isn't it? Because we've we've obviously seen you on the next calls and on the but i don't know you but i can open and be honest with you because you're in my tribe do you know what i mean and 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 it and i and i find that whereas people in a family even maybe some of our friends we couldn't have such an honest open safe conversation even like on the next calls the things people share they probably wouldn't share that maybe in other places. So it's just about holding space. And if people don't know what I mean by that is listen. And I don't mean listen with a load of the conversation in the head. I mean, really listen. And that's what mindful talent taught me the most, to actually listen, really listen to people, not already have the conversation in my head ready to give back. And I guess maybe Leo will know this more. That's how I've learned to respond and not react and kind of learn little sentences like, Men and women are obviously totally different. I want to fix everything. Leo wants me to listen. So I've learned to say, Do you need me to listen or do you need me to do something? Do I get it wrong sometimes? Yeah. But I'm learning. And I think lots of people, parenting Jaden, I have a little sentence Am I trying to help him or hurt him? Brings me straight back down the spiral slide as I like to use. I'm like, If you've ever tried to climb a spiral slide, it's really difficult. So catch yourself at the top, it's easier. And I use that with anxiety, lots of different things because. I think this is the thing, teaching young people that mental health, everybody has mental health because a lot of people think mental health is a mental illness. No, everybody has mental health and it goes from zero to 10. So I wish, and I'm going to get that more in school. And that goes into sport as well, doesn't it? That you can have bad days when you've lost the game. It's not the end of the world. It's okay. You'll come out the other side. Yes, there probably are people in sport and in life, definitely, that have mental illnesses and that's okay as well. But everybody needs to do the foundations to keep yourself and your mental health healthy. Like, especially in sports, you've got physical health and you've got your mental health. It's important to have the coach to do the, 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 the physical and then you to do the mental because they go together and one without the other doesn't really work. So yeah, I just find that really interesting. And this conversation has been amazing and my got light bulbs everywhere, but we're coming to the end of this conversation because I could literally talk for about four days. So we have to limit this time because Literally, when you get with the right people, you could talk for days. So if people want, on passion and purpose, a final point, maybe a tip on what people could do to, to, to connect to their passion and purpose or their why or anything you think is relevant to start finishing up this podcast. So um, who wants to go first? Because I don't know what I'm saying now because I've got so excited. <laughs> I, think, I think, like you said, just take the pressure off. Like, you know,
2: just give yourself some space and whatever that looks like, you know, it could be physical space that can be mental space, but yeah, I think don't worry about it. If you don't know your purpose and your passion right now, you know, you will like, I think, I think that's just one of the things of going Oh, and we're all winging it. You know, th- that's the thing. Everybody thinks everyone's got it all sussed out. We don't, we're all winging it. So just give yourself that bit of space and time and, you know it will reveal it's like you know we kind of said earlier too about oh if I'd known this years ago but it all appears at the right time so just keep trusting I think that's a big thing just keep trusting and it'll reveal itself
0: I love that what come up for me there when you're speaking is don't worry about the how don't worry about the how ask around find me and like like I, I guess for a lot of young people you get to a certain age and you're like why have i not got my life together but there's no formula for when you should be married when you should have a job what there's no just just do what feels right for you trust your intuition that's the greatest thing i learned from leah um, trust your, that people might know it as their gut it's never wrong if you really look it's never been wrong we just haven't trusted it it's never been wrong so i guess don't worry about the how. Find somebody, this is the greatest thing I learned. We're so lucky with the books and podcasts and the internet. Find someone that's doing what you want to do and see how they did it. Get the shortcuts. I love to have read 300 personal development books and give parents and children the shortcuts. They don't need to read all those books. I can just tell you the best bits, it's amazing. Do you know what I mean? Just find the best bits, don't worry about the how, but yeah, yeah, just be you, I guess, just be you. And the podcast is called Learn To Be You. So it takes as long as it takes. And I, I love conversations because that gives you the, the space to think, doesn't it, out loud. And I really work that way. Some people journal, they work better that way. I really like to just have a conversation. It really helps me. But yeah, I, I love that what you've said. And yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with, don't worry about the how. It all comes together in the end. Trust the process. Leo, what's your final point on passion and purpose?
1: I think what's just um, come into my mind at the um, as you were both speaking is actually the kaleidoscope. When you first look in the kaleidoscope and it's just a big mess, nothing's clear, there's so many, and then you go through so many twists and turns, like looking through that and then all of a sudden it just all comes into one and it all becomes very clear and I think that's very much what your passion and purpose is, isn't it? You know. You go through that and you're like, what is the point? Why am I here? What do I need? You know, and then all of a sudden, like almost out of nowhere, it just becomes clear. So it's not to me, just just keep doing what you're doing. It will become clear, you know, those twists and turns, they're all that is your your almost your purpose right now, is to go through that. It's that journey to find what your soul purpose is just to just to throw it in there at the very end there the, like the next stage to it and i feel like that's where everything then becomes clear when you have that soul purpose everything then just sort of it all rolls
0: I love that I couldn't I can't think of a better way to finish. That that visual representation was absolutely magical, and that's what I'm talking about. That magic right there is just like whoa, you just described everything. You just literally the if people only want to run to the end of the podcast, there you go, there's your point. Right there. Literally. I love that. I love that analogy, Leo. And I'm very visual and I like to describe things like that, but I love that. That is amazing. Thank you very much for this amazing conversation. You can find all about Charlene underneath this podcast so you can connect with her, find out what she's up to. But yeah, I I can't wait. And I'm sure we can have another conversation again real soon because this has been amazing. Thank you both for joining me. And yeah, I've loved that conversation.
1: Thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you found it just as powerful listening as we found it recording. If you would like to reach out to any of us on this episode, you'll find our details in the description below.